0: I was talking about the title of the book, Spiritual Life, because when people say spirituality, half the time people go, oh. It's like some superficial kind of uh, holding hands and dancing or something. But spirituality is a word I don't use in the book very much just because of the confusion, but it's a good word. Being spiritual people is what Paul talks about, and it means that your whole life is guided by the Spirit. Your whole life, every part of it. It's not just some high-level living or something. All of life is according to the Spirit. Now, there are a couple difficulties in understanding Paul, of course. It really was 2,000 years ago. It really was a circummediterranean culture much more like the godfather culture than our culture, our American culture, with all of this um, patronage and clients and, and and classism and status and so forth. We really have to understand a little bit about that. One a difference, for example, it's an honor-shame society, okay? So, I mean, you may have been traveling and. I remember one of my guys bought a back scratcher that was supposed to be 5,000 lira, which was about eight bucks, and he gave him a 50,000 lira, and the guy said, Thank you. Because somebody doesn't belong to my group, I don't owe them anything. See, I'm worried about them taking honor from me. If I am shamed, that's why, you know, remember at the end, Jesus talks to the Sadducees about the, and they say, well, what about the woman who had seven husbands? And and he says, well, you know, you don't even know anything about God or the command, or the Bible. And and then the Pharisees, should we pay taxes to Caesar? And he says, well, give me a coin. And they whip out a coin. They're not supposed to have that. I mean, he just got them. So, and and then it says, then Mark's gospel says, and then nobody would dare to question him anymore because... They lost honor when they got blasted by him. And you do enough of that, your own group's going to kick you out because you bring dishonor to your group. So it's, imagine a culture like that, where you're all concerned all the time, not only with right and wrong, which they didn't care too much about right and wrong, it was the appearance. Because what you appeared to be and what people said you were That's what you were. There was no individual psychology. It's really different. So, for example, when Paul says in Philippians chapter 4, let's just look at that for a minute. It's just as a good one of many, many examples that we need to be aware of. Philippians 4 10 I rejoice greatly in the Lord, and now at last you revived your concern for me. You were, of course, concerned, but lacked an opportunity. Not that I say because of need, for I have learned whatever the situation I find myself to be self-sufficient. Well, what an ingrate, huh? They give him some money a couple of times, and he says, well, I really didn't need it. Well, now you have to understand. In that culture, when you said, oh, thank you for your lovely gift, that was code for saying, and we'll take the next one at the proper time this way he says it is not in verse 17 i'm not eager for the gift i'm eager for the profit that accrues to your account he can just turn it around and indicate to them i'm not in it for the money but i do truly appreciate the help that i got from you philippians you see so if you read it in his culture you see that he really is sincere and high-minded in thanking them in such a way as not to be begging for more. And it's not at all the way we would read it without any cultural awareness of this difference as, wow, what an ingrate. You didn't need it. Yes, you did, Paul. You did need it. See? So there are various cultural differences like that. One of them...